Oh my god, I was like so grumpy at work. That's fair. Work is stupid. Yeah. And I, I have like such like a vivid memory of like standing at my desk and putting something away and being like, I get to talk about the Hills Have Eyes tonight. And I was Hell so yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I really liked I it liked a lot. I liked it a lot. Like it is not a perfect movie and no. no movie is a perfect movie, but like it does. And also like I can feel him succeeding in doing certain things that he yes. was trying really hard to do in um, Last What's House on called? the Left. Yes. Yes. I have notes about that. I was like, that. Wes, you've improved. <laughs> it's just cool. It's so Wes, cool. You're making such salient points now. Yes. Yes. It's so much of what he wanted to do. He then did successfully. Yeah. it's. I'm so excited about it. It made me happy. Um, my very first note about this movie is, wait, I don't want to watch this. I'm having a nice night. <laughs> <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> like I sat down on the couch and I was like, hold on. I don't want to watch this shit. <laughs> That's like, oh, this is about to be a little bit fucked up, huh? Yeah, I was like, this is not, because I was having a really good day yesterday. And I was Aww. like, these are not the vibes to carry That's into. Because it was literally like, I was about to go to bed. Like, I was going to watch this movie and immediately go to bed. And I'm yeah, like, this oh, is going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not going to be able to sleep after this. It was bringing me down. Oh. But That's I actually like this movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it is really good. Welcome to the Fright of Your Life podcast. I'm Tara. And I'm Riley. And we're here to walk you through the 100 scariest movie moments of all time. As determined by the Bravo TV network in the year 2004. And today we're talking about the 41st scariest movie moment of all time, which is from The Hills Have Eyes from 1977, directed Woo! by Wes Craven. Now, I, you may remember the last time Wes Craven was on this <laughs> podcast. We were critical. And we were right. Yeah, deservedly and so. I'll tell you right now, this one's a lot better. <laughs> he improved, and I think that's fun. And like we, significantly. Like, we like Wes Craven, to be clear. We do, yes. We enjoy his works. And like, again, a lot of the stuff we said was stuff that he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. In interviews over the years, he was like, mm, oops. And that's how you learn and how you grow and how you evolve and life goes on. Namaste. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it was really exciting. Also, because like right out the gate, like in the first like 15 minutes, he's like making points that he was starting to make in um, right. Last House on the Left. And then he's making them like really like a lot more like saliently and stuff. And I was like, <gasps> yes, I'm so excited. And right up top, I'm going to say this movie still includes unnecessary yeah. rape. He <laughs> hadn't does. quite conquered that hurdle yet. No, not yet. Um, how, We'll get into it. Uh, but just as a warning, that will come up. It is yeah. much briefer and it's yeah. much less of a thing. For lack yeah, it's of less a graphic, word. I would say. I feel like that's more unnecessary. Well, not that rapes. Okay. <laughs> You know what I mean. I know what you mean. Thank you. Like, there'd be no movie if there was no assault in the last yes. Like, you could write it without it, but the way the script was structured. And like this, it could so easily be cut out of the movie I was and nothing would praying. change. Yeah. I didn't even know that it had happened until I was like reading the Wikipedia synopsis. Oh, yes. I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't rape her. Then the scene ended. I was like, good thing he didn't rape her. And then I looked at Wikipedia and I was like, he raped her. Yeah. It, Cause it's very, very much just sort of looks like an attack. <laughs> very different. And his progress from last house on the left, in yes. my opinion. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I got us off track. Um, That's okay. This movie's cool. It's a Wes Craven movie. There's tumbleweeds, which I was excited about. Boy, howdy are there. Um, because we basically open on like a very kind of rundown, abandoned looking like, it really doesn't even look like a town. It's sort of just like scattered like lean-tos and houses and buildings. It's like what you would picture when you say like the middle of nowhere, like that is right. this. And there's a lot of names in this movie. I 
managed every time i found one out i would hastily write it down yeah i figured out their names by like the middle of the movie but i came up with my own little names for everybody in the meantime so this might get confusing we're gonna figure it out yeah um but basically there's this gentleman named fred um who is like out loud planning about how he's gonna like abandon ship (laughs) yes my notes say man talking to himself so much it's really funny he's like well now i just gotta do this one thing and then i can get out of here for good and it was like oh that was a bad idea (laughs) because as he's saying that out loud to no one his granddaughter like his actual biological granddaughter i think yes which we find out much later but she is his granddaughter yeah she because very yeah a lot later she refers to him as grandpa fred um but her name is ruby and she hears him and she's like hey what the fuck but she doesn't really address it she's like i have stuff to trade and he's like oh well i don't have anything and she's like please like we're starving yeah. um, and he's sort of like well you've been causing a lot of trouble like the air force has been coming through here and like state cops or something um because we learn that she and her family have been looting like an abandoned air force base allegedly um and she's like i have like whiskey and i have like ammo like please like i have nothing to eat and he also doesn't really have much to trade evidently but he's like fine he brings her into like a building where he has some stuff and then she's like she like shuts the door and she's like take me with you get me the fuck out of here yeah and then he says something interesting which is does jupiter know does the pack know and i was like oh boy (laughs) there's a pack (laughs) that's never good and i think he says like your father would kill you if he knew you were going over the hill Oh, no, I was thinking about that. Well, also, I was worried it was going to be because I didn't know. We don't know he's grandpa at first. So when she followed yes. him into the shed, I was like, oh, fuck. That's what I thought when like he was like, I have nothing for you to trade. I thought she was going to like suck yeah. his dick for food or something. Exactly. exactly. But That's I was wrong. what would have happened in um, Last House on the Left. Exactly. <laughs> but Wes Craven has grown and evolved and yes, we love has. him. OK. And at this point, I was already freaking out about Wes making his point because like, yeah, the point of like disenfranchised people like doing like bad things quote unquote and let me say right now i don't think ruby robbing the abandoned air force station is a bad thing but Mm -hmm. we'll get there (laughs) we'll get to the bad things soon enough uh the band of criminals in the last house on the left have this conversation when they're in the house about like fuck these people and all their fancy things basically Mm -hmm. um and already in the hills have eyes Wes Craven is being like, look at these people who like do not have any other choice. And like, they are right. driven to do this thing that is illegal, but not necessarily like, it's not a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Right. You need some food, you take some food. It's okay. Exactly. Like I, you know, and especially because they are literally actively not hurting anyone right now. Like, right. Yes. They are literally taking supplies from something that is not in use. Yeah. And like from people who can very much easily get more. And I was just, I was very excited to see that point made very like, quickly and efficiently and i was like oh boom okay yes. we set it up and it gets complicated as we go which is you know that's right. just how things are uh but before we can get complicated roll in the new characters this oh, man. whole family there's a there's a rv and a station wagon that pulls into the station looking for gas which i'm like why why are you here what are you doing here this it's is not a road like, yeah literally out of here um and d wallace has a baby which instantly made me scared and concerned yep yep it's a nerve-wracking thing to see that happen uh but they are headed to la by way of nevada because they want to stop and see some silver mines that are nearby in the hills because grandpa whose name is bob 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 (laughs) bob who is the patriarch of this family um 
is recently retired from being a cop from the police force police force that's the word (laughs) and yeah and they're doing it for such a rich person reason as well because i think his wife chimes in she has a name they don't give it to us i'm pretty sure ethel 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 is her name they say it like once maybe what a slay um love that for her but ethel um who complicatedly enough riley referred to these people as grandpa and grandma which makes sense because our main characters are like their kids who have kids right so, I was so like, that makes grandpa, sense grandma um but i clicked into dad and mom because i i guess i didn't see the baby i think the baby doesn't come out quite right away so then i was like oh god anyway the point is <laughs> ethel Ethel explains that they're going to see this silver mine for the most rich person reason in the world, which is that it was their parents' gift to them for this, their silver anniversary. And, like, I don't know how, in what way it's a gift. Right. They're like, go to the silver mines. Happy Our anniversary. I'm like, did you buy <laughs> yeah. the mines? What's going on? Yeah, right. Exactly. But it's also, and, like, it, right out the gate, Fred is like, oh, well, there's no silver in those mines anymore. And there hasn't been any for, like, decades and decades you are not in a good place for you to be look around this place is basically fucking abandoned there's just animals that way go to fucking california got it which from any movie we've ever seen if someone local to an area says don't be here go away also good advice for life (laughs) yes yes if someone tells you if someone is from a place and they're like do not be here do not be here. Do not go any further. Go back from whence you came. Yeah. Fucking go. Like, don't if they stay. mean you ill will, do it. If they don't mean you ill will and they're looking out for right. you, do it. Like, just get out of there. You don't need to be there. Yeah. Ugh. He says, forget that foolishness. And he's like, just stay on the main road. Stop fucking around over here. And they're like, la, la, la. We need to go to our silver mines. Yeah. They're like, like, we're going to listen to that guy. It's very right. the quarry. <laughs> you should have listened to that guy. He's like, almost pleading with them not to yeah, go that's there the thing. he's not even like he's stern but he's not like fuck off you know he's, he's like, like oh don't like yeah, don't you do really that you don't want to do that he's like annoyed that and like you know they're not like super polite the mom's pretty polite ethel's pretty polite she's like yeah. oh look at this place Woo, it's so big and how's your gas station going and shit like she's making conversation but the uh the grandpa is like figures you don't have any change and i'm like look around you tip yeah. the man Where 40 he- cents i oh think Shut yes up. And then Dwayne, who is the husband of D. Wallace's character, just like waltzes into this private domicile yeah. with his dogs. I'm like, absolutely, what are we doing here? Just walking I- around. Yeah, it's like the dog, like, it, because dogs always know when something's up. The dog is like sniffing and, and kind of mm-hmm. whining at something. And oh my God, my favorite thing about these dogs, they're two German shepherds and their names are Beauty and the Beast. And Jesus Christ, that's so cute. And I was instantly in my notes say, I worry for these dogs. I feel like I'm remembering something. And oh. I remembered right. Yeah. Not to s- spoil anything, but uh, these dogs yeah, meet an unpleasant on. fate. Yeah. Like their main characters. You yeah. watch out. It's so sad. I also, I need you to know I wrote down the husband's name is Doug. <laughs> what? Did I say Dwayne? His name is Doug. Is it? Okay. His name is Doug. I just was trying to conjure up a D name and I said the wrong no, one. No, <laughs> you're so fine. I literally just thought it because my captions no, would be Doug. wrong sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. It's absolutely Doug. The thing is, before I had a name for him, I wrote him down as Jort's husband because, That's... oh my God, he has the best little cutoff shorts. He sure does. My notes say dad, question mark, husband, question mark, waltzes into private dwelling with Doug. <laughs> he really does. 
Um, also, just like note, I really took away from this scene is that bring back men wearing little booty shorts. Honest to God, it's like this and like sleepaway camp because um, yes. the brother of D. Wallace's character has like these amazing short shorts and like tiny little top on. And I'm like, this is what best. we're missing. The pinnacle of fashion. His name this is, is Bobby fashion. after Bobby. his father. Bobby. He's I also love fucking Bobby. Around. Oh, he's great. <laughs> oh, you know what? Because he's using the outhouse because he has to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, remarkably, he's not that pissed about the outhouse. I was proud of him. I was like, good, yeah. go you. But he hears like a rumbling sound, which happens a lot. And I don't know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> no idea. Earthquakes? Yeah. Oh, maybe. They do mention earthquakes. But it's like but... there's oh, like unrest, you know? The jets? The like military yes. jets you're That's so it right is. because another thing that that um grandpa fred is that his name yes fred so not okay different grandpa not grandpa oh, two grandpas but fred. fred the gas station owner who was also a grandfather as it happens <laughs> is like by the way like the military uses this to like test bombs and shit like there's many reasons for you to not be here literally and they look on the map and it says like nuclear testing site and i'm like can we be serious for one fucking second yeah, they're so ridiculous. But okay, so Doug Jort's husband is is going with the dog, Ruby, talking to somebody, and she's like protesting her innocence, like, no, I didn't do anything. I was just here to trade, like, but Grandpa Fred wants to leave. Oh no. Ah, uh, yes. And we can assume this is her father, who I believe we are told is Jupiter. Right? Yes, Jupiter. Because then the family in their little trailer, they drive away from the gas station convenience store whatever this uh building is and we see someone watching them like through binoculars like watching them drive away and this is when i was just calling them the voiceover people because i didn't know yeah, you don't know who they who. were what was going on but they're all named after planets That's like there's so jupiter sick, and mars and pluto and then ruby so i don't know what happened uh, yeah, there. i don't know what happened there. <laughs> oh mercury also mercury yes and then I love the wife doesn't get to have a name. She's just Mama Jupiter. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> Mama so Jupiter. Funny. There's enough planets named her like Neptune. I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe they didn't want her to be like part of the pact. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She's the youngest too. She's the outlier. That's, I thought we were doing something because like the dogs are Beauty and Beast and then Bobby is the brother. Brenda is the sister. Right, right, right. But then Dee Walls' name is like Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? They were like, they like had the idea after she was born. They were like, oh, you know, it'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> right well i also wonder if are bobby and brenda supposed to be twins i wonder they seem similar in age because they both yeah they, they seem similar in age they like squabble a lot really specifically yeah. and they have like they both have like light blonde hair i think that's fun if they're twins yeah especially because she yells get out of my life at him yeah i like, <laughs> like it if that's they're twins so funny i've decided yeah I think i've decided true. it was your idea <laughs> no you decided well it's my idea but you decided it was true but the, basically, the main thing we take away is that these people are like very coordinated and they're watching the, the RV drive by like from yeah. above. We That's also spooky. like see some blood around. Yeah, there's like um, a bloody handprint on a door. Yeah, and like someone seems to have cut themselves on the window and they're like, oh yeah, and it's, it's, um, it's, uh, what's his fucking name? It's Doug because he hears Ruby. He's like, oh, I think one of your grandkids, because she says Grandpa Fred. He's like, oh, I think one of your grandkids cut themselves. And then immediately Grandpa Fred is like, somebody's back there huh yeah but yeah i called uh i called mercury the wolf man because i didn't know what was happening and i thought that he was furry and not feathery that was the subtitles called him strange man strange man <laughs> there was one that was like creepy man i think for creepy Marcus, man. which is true he's a fucking absolutely creep. but yeah basically the family's driving along and they're <laughs> arguing about where to go 
That's and every um, nuclear testing site, like in huge letters yes. on the map. I'm like, guys. And they're like, that's probably from the past. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and then like, as they say that a jet almost, like seemingly almost hits their car. He like dive bombs them. Everyone's like, oh, like ducking down in the station wagon. It's so fucking funny. And like, that's understandably ta- god and then also the mom is like we're on this blue little line then d wallace is like it's dotted it's not a f-. And like i know like, that this like, is not probably, a highway yeah like i'm sure in the 70s everyone was like more on reading maps but i was like i don't know what you guys are talking about no, right i'd be now. fucked if i couldn't have my iphone game over i'd be fucked like listen we were not taught how to read maps everybody else got no. taught how to read maps ellen do you remember that video <laughs> yes you can't <laughs> dial a rotary phone and it's like yeah why yeah, would I? You can only find them in like museums. I do know how to dial a rotary phone though, but that's beside too. the point. Because my grandma had one. You know what I mean? So this is and a like, generation down. Like you can figure it out. It's not uh, anyway. I, yeah. But like she was <laughs> under pressure and Ellen was screaming yeah. at her in front of an audience of hundreds. Like that's why Give she couldn't dial the goddamn rotary phone. Jesus Christ, Ellen. Okay. <laughs> Refold the map correctly. <laughs> I don't think Ellen, would you like to fold the map while everyone's Ellen, screaming? I would at you, love to see you, you to fold fail? the map. <laughs> actually ellen that's not a map <laughs> my point is this movie is absurd it's there's so jets funny. dive bombing cars and they're like oh i guess he was telling the truth and it was like yeah no shit they're like they don't want us to see the silver mine huh um but, but then what happens <laughs> yeah this leads them to get into such a car crash that ends up being really minor but it looks like it's gonna be so bad it's so like you expect this car to be like flipped upside down yeah. exploding on fire like it's so it just, like, dramatic it just comes to a stop and like the guys in the trailer get jostled uh, because <laughs> there's a bunny in the middle of the road oh that's right I there's a fucking, fucking bunny. bunny so bob like swerves the wheel <laughs> whole trailer like goes off the road into a ditch it's crazy and it's all like po we're like pov shot from next to the wheels and everything you're like oh these they're all gonna die is what's gonna happen and i'm like did we run over the bunny is the bunny okay i feel like the bunny comes back doesn't it i oh i don't know if that's a different bunny there's certainly a that's bunny very later. true <laughs> i thought it would be really funny bunny. if like they crashed the car then it cuts like the bunny hopping away that's what i would have done that been but good. i would have liked that we do get to have a little giggle though because brenda who is the younger sister um, and presumably Bobby's twin goes, holy shit, daddy. <laughs> Which I was, I don't know why I was so alarmed to hear a curse word. I don't know. I no, it's like kind of wild. I realize I don't think that's after the, the car crash, although it might be. It might be after the plane. It's sometime. It's after the plane. You're right. Exchange. After they crash and everything's like the cars like slows down and stuff's moving. Brenda fucking goes, you guys and your stupid silver mine. I was like, I love this For bitch real. in the orange t-shirt. She's yeah. so funny. I love her too. She's always saying shit she probably shouldn't be saying. And it's but incredible. She's always right. She she's never is. been wrong. Lynn is upset because she's a new mother and she, her husband was back in the trailer. And oh, she's yeah. Like, she's like, Doug, are you okay? And then Bobby's like, I can't get the door open. <laughs> Doug is not saying anything. I was like, Doug died. He's fine. The door was just locked yeah brenda's like bobby did you try fucking unlocking the door and he's like oh i guess not and she, she's like you're stupid and he's like you're stupid and she goes oh get out of my life bobby and how does he respond to that riley <laughs> he like trots away a couple of paces and then does like a perfect cartwheel into a front handspring <laughs> he's just flipping through the desert like i feel like he did four consecutive backflips like he did a lot and like he was really good at it it was incredible it was like bobby a gymnast 
it's like I can't express how unprepared I was to see that. It's so alarming. <laughs> but then how delighted I was that it happened. <laughs> well, because Riley texted me like, and I was at work at this point. Because you were like, I'm starting the movie, and then very soon after, just texted me like, ha in all caps, and you were like, you don't know why I'm laughing, but like something really funny happened and then i started watching it this morning and i was like i wonder what it's gonna be and then the backflips <laughs> happened and i was like that's it that's gotta then, be it and then i was at work and you texted me was the thing you laughed at bobby doing backflips and i'm like uh-huh <laughs> oh man it was so good i literally i screamed out loud i was so surprised it's and crazy. delighted it's awesome <laughs> no bearing on the plot just like <laughs> this flips because it could be like because in like kingsman oh, when uh eggsy backflips away from like guys trying to beat him up and then it's like oh he studied gymnastics yeah. and it was like oh okay right it's like maybe later he'll defeat the hill people by front flipping cartwheeling into them but exactly. no he just did it to like clown on his sister <laughs> literally <laughs> like you can't hurt me and then does a cartwheel who like hilariously is like get out of my life and then follows <laughs> him as he backflips away, back away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so funny uh, um and then on the side of the road grandpa bob is like listing his grievances with everybody who ever attacked him while he was a cop and i thought he dropped the n-word i was too busy. Not sure. I was pissed at him because first we get like a rundown of his police career which i did not care about yeah no and then he's like and my stupid wife made me crash my car and I'm yeah like, and i was what? like guess who did that actually it was you, you. Did that you crashed the car like out of everybody in this situation i think ethel was the least problematic person that's my notes just say i hope he dies first yeah he sucks i think he does i think he does i think he does really Good gross news. like they also um keep talking about how he has a bad heart like they bring that up yeah, yeah, multiple yeah. times i'm like okay i got it <laughs> yeah thank you thank noted you. it's just so funny to me because i feel like like something about brenda that you guys should know is that she's always screaming she can wail and, and like she does and like she's often imperiled spoiler alert it's this all is a for good movie. reason yeah like, like she's oh my often, god is it yeah. shrill yeah it's just a lot piercing um good for her it's truly yeah i mean that's good that that gets attention that gets what you need in fact it does save her in to some extent down the yeah. line i think but it was just sort of like hey ow and also your wife was being quiet and trying to help yeah like everyone <laughs> you know? was screaming you were crashing the car and there were airplanes <laughs> yeah, flying exactly oh <laughs> uh, anyway yeah i hated him he's like and, uh, he just like can't stop talking about the boys at the precinct and the yeah. gun they gave him and i'm like oh Get my god over yourself. it's so exhausting it's and he's like thank god the boys got me this like smith and wesson which is the only gun company i can name <laughs> it's like okay yeah it's like thanks for like wow i'm so fascinated i'm happy for you i don't know like what am i supposed to do with this yeah it's like i have a gun okay yeah it's like okay we see that now like we see the two guns that are on everyone's person we're talking about it. shooting at rattlesnakes so they don't die and it's like yeah that would be good don't oh, don't but, die from rattlesnakes but who else sees it is the voiceover people once again yes. watching them through binoculars and someone is drawing something in the sand which I'm led to believe is like an artist's rendering of Brenda. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. It looks like nothing, though. I hate to say it. It's just squiggles. Uh, yeah, it's just like, va, va, voom. Like, I like my women curvy. But yeah, he goes like, it's pretty. And then he's like, pretty girl. And he's like, heavy breathing. Yeah. And I went, it's the moaner. And then I was like, I'll you come can't back. make that joke every time somebody breathes heavy, except this time I can. They make it for you. They do. I was so thrilled. 
Um, <laughs> Tara, I'm afraid you're going to have to take the reins because my note just reads, someone's going somewhere. I was looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what I have <laughs> so far... I have too many things, but it's because Brenda kept saying stuff that was incredible. She's funny. Um, she's so funny. I love her so much. Um, there. Um, so we see that the um, the planet family. That's what I was calling them. I was like the planets. Oh, I like that. Um, and like I had my thing that I did in the last Wes Craven movie of like I wanted to root for the freaks before they started doing egregious it's easier things. This time it's it is much it, easier this it time. It definitely is, which makes it a more complex and compelling and good yeah. movie. I would say. It makes it a lot easier to watch, yeah. Yeah. Good um, job. Yeah. But so, like, we see that, like, somebody has a, a, has taken a liking to Brenda. And then Brenda goes up to Bob, who's now trying to fix, like, the tires on the car, because I'm sure some of the tires are out. Yeah. Um, and she goes, what's the verdict, big fella? And I'm sorry, but that is so cute. Big fella. I hate, I hate Grandpa Bob. He sucks, but that's so cute that she said that. I want to call my dad big fella. So everyone's kind of, like getting used to the idea that the car is broken down right um <laughs> grandma wants about, to like, pray <laughs> she does this is i started getting really like he heavily analytical with this i don't know why um but i was like everyone is like dealing with distress in like really noticeable different mm -hmm. ways which i thought was very cool yes well also brenda is like i don't like it here like something's wrong it's like she somehow knows she's being watched interestingly mm -hmm. um Bad and then, vibes like, lynn is sort of like oh well it's gonna be fine and she lynn is the older sister it's d wallace and she like goes into the trailer to get something. Oh, I think her husband wants his coat. And she goes in and there is a tarantula on the coat, hilariously oh, yeah. like on a piece of paper on the coat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, and like, I think we've talked about this cause tarantulas have been in movies before, but I didn't understand until literally until extremely recently that like tarantulas can be poisonous. I just know tarantulas from like my crazy kindergarten gym coach mm -hmm. who had a tarantula. And she was like, he is not poisonous. And I'm sure that particular They're tarantula pets. was not. Yeah. Well, but okay. there Never can mind. be, <laughs> but there can be poisonous ones. So Lynn like freaks out um, and like flings it off the jacket and like stomps on it on the ground. Poisonous um, or not, I'd be scared to see a tarantula. Oh yeah. They're big and hairy. It's they're fucking scary. Don't like them. At. Sorry. I like, I, ha I have my weird positive association that is really not all that positive. <laughs> but she comes outside and Brenda, who's been sitting right outside was like, oh, well, like what happened? Are you okay? And she's like, oh, it was nothing. That's so interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, and like Bob, the dad is quick to anger. Yes. Um, Ethel's like, let's pray about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bobby's doing cartwheels. <laughs> yeah, you're literally like speaking through my notes. Oh my God, yes. that was so exciting. Like Lynn is internalizing and kind of clinging to her husband. Bobby's like kind of joking and being silly because he's like, I have a gentleman, let's sync our watches. And I'm like, well, this is actually like, maybe you should. This is kind of serious. Yeah, you're like in the middle of quite simply nowhere. Yeah, the car's Doug broken down. everything off. He's sort of like, cell no, like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And Doug and Lynn are talking because they have a radio in the tra in the the RV in the trailer. But Doug is like, no, like, there's so much iron in these hills. They're like, there may mm. not be silver, but there is iron. You're not gonna be able to get a normal radio signal. I don't know the how that works, have but I believe iron. him. <laughs> Sorry, no, that was really good. <laughs> But yeah, Ethel wants to pray, and Brenda's response to this is, oh, mom, for crying in a bucket. <laughs> what, Brenda? Speaking of crying, one of the dogs, I don't know which one, I think Beauty, yeah, is like yeah. crying and whining, and I'm like, the dogs know that dogs this always is not the know. place to be. Okay, they have like a little prayer group hug, which is very sweet, and then the Planet family is like, hey, hey, hey. and we watch as Doug and Bob 
leave mm-hmm. and like i don't remember what happens but th- like i guess we established that bobby's kind of a goofball yeah so it's like he's not the strong man in the same way that doug and bob are who are older and like and i think bobby and brenda are both like teenagers yeah so they're like yeah. children so it's like he's not gonna go scavenge with the men folk right he's a kid yeah yeah there is less safety in being a group of women and like a teenage boy than there is in being a group of women with two grown men. Like that's just how life works. Yeah. Um, Cause he's but, just a little guy. Yeah. It's not his fault. Like he's just, he's a kid. Yeah. And like inherently men are given more power. So when you are a group that is not very powerful, when the powerful people that are with you leave, it's not great. It's scary, but they're like trying to make the most of it. Like they have they're this chill. lovely little meal outside their camper. And I was like, I kind of want to be here. I kind of no, want to be sitting so... outside my camp. Like the mountains are beautiful. Yeah, and like, they're talking the about the sun is like... starting to go down. I'm like, this is nice. Yeah, I like, like there it. Are the little campfire. It's kind of lovely. But the planet people are like, ah, easy pickings now. And yeah. I'm like, like let them enjoy their meal please but two hilarious things happen which is that mom is worried or ethel is worried about the rattlesnakes Mm -hmm. and her son says do you know what freud would say about your anxiety about rattlesnakes and she's like oh you and like throws a little piece of cornbread at him and i'm like hey that's your mom yeah and like we were just like she was really wanting to like pray two seconds ago which like doesn't like fall in line with like silly dick jokes with your son i don't know you know what i mean it's very weird not to generalize chill which is nice but it was sort of like i would be so mad if my son was like i think you're afraid of cock i'd be like never (laughs) you're grounded yeah exactly i happen to love cock Okay, so that's the first crazy thing that happens at this dinner. Believe it or not, another crazy thing fucking happens, which is that, like, they all gleefully recount the time their dog, the Beast, killed a poodle. Because Beauty is the dog who's, like, freaking out about stuff. And they're talking about how, like, oh, Beast never barks until he's ready to go in for the kill. And, like, they are so, which I was like, that's going to come back later. Yeah, exactly. But they are so delighted about the time... (laughs) their dog murdered another dog and ethel's like oh that woman was like so mad and i'm like yes "Yes, her dog was murdered in front of her that's horrifying they're like dad had to pay the hospital bill for like a dead poodle and i'm like why are we laughing i was so shocked i forgot about that like in this day and age and i'm not saying this is right or wrong i do not have enough experience with dogs to have any kind of opinion on this but like that's a dog that might have gotten put down if that happened now do you know what i mean like well, the other thing was that, and I wonder if this was supposed to have any relation to that, because Wes Craven has this thing about like the way people react to violence is very weird and interesting. Yeah. And like when it's not happening to them, violence is very like, haha, teehee, we don't care. Mm-hmm. The shutter caption like synopsis mentions that this was like made around the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. like around the time of the Vietnam War. And so I was thinking a lot about that and like the desensitized to violence thing. Yeah, you know? because it became like entertainment. Right, not exactly. like the traditional sense. Like it's what people watched on TV. Like that was no. yeah, not necessarily by choice, but like that's right. what people were given. You know. Yeah. Anyway, Brenda goes to like check on Beauty because Beauty is still like whining and barking. Which this was a reckless thing. Yeah, this to was do. not a good idea. <laughs> that's my Brenda doing doing not not the best thing. Just like swinging the camper door wide open, <laughs> yeah. and if you can believe it, the dog runs out the door. Obviously. I didn't mean to imply that Brenda always makes bad decisions. Just up until no. now, she's been very impulsive and saying yeah. a lot of things you shouldn't say in front of your parents. And now she's just like, do do do. And like, she's like, the dog's freaking out. Let me see what's wrong. And like, yeah. letting it unleashed run into the desert. Like, hello. 
So Bobby kind of begrudgingly, well, not begrudgingly, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Brenda? And then runs after the dog, Beauty. Which I was like, no, because I really yeah. like Bobby. Yeah, he's lovely. He's so like fun. He's running into them hills. That can't yeah. be good. The hills have eyes. They have eyes. <laughs> Don't go in there. God, and what's so stressful about it is like, he. first of all, this actor was absolutely free climbing those fucking rocks. Terrifying. <laughs> so stressful. And like they all, I'm sure they're all fine because they're all in the movie. But like someone mm -hmm. could have gotten really hurt. I bet somebody yeah. did. Probably someone fell from somewhere. I bet. Yeah, like I'm not terminally. It would seem, but like someone yeah. certainly sprained an ankle. Bobby goes running after Beauty, and he free climbs a bunch of rocks. And I was very stressed about that because, as Terrifying. we know, there was no way they had any insurance. Nope. Um, but very anxiety producingly, we are seeing Beauty being like torn between the planet family who's calling her yeah. and Bobby who's calling her. Um, and that really sucks to watch because it's not her goddamn fault they know her name. Right. And so Bobby's like desperately climbing up there. Someone's like throwing shit from the hilltop, like down at him. Oh, yeah. And he's climbing up there. I'm like, please don't go up there. But I also understand like your dog is up there. You have to go yeah, up there. Yeah, like, I'd fucking go. Yeah. And, um, just very dead dog warning yeah it's like it's super really brief but it's so graphic and it looks accurate you know what i mean yeah it's like like i don't guts, know but it's so gross it's really awful it's like really really short it's like almost blink and you miss it but it's enough yeah it's it's and it, it's very shocking and traumatic for bobby yeah. which i was really impressed by how that like he's a really good actor he's, he's a great actor it's just really well done and like the writing of it is really good this is a good movie i also read that like when people were starting to do the movie, I thought it was kind of like silly or dumb or like weren't super enthusiastic yeah, yeah. about it. But then like Wes Craven was like so passionate and so into it that everyone was like, oh shit. And then like by the end, everyone felt like they were making something really special. Fuck and I yeah, think dude, nice. Cause like the beginnings, I don't know if they shot chronologically. I'm sure they right. didn't, but some of the script is really hokey in the beginning. I feel like, which like, is there's like, a lot of whatever. real heart and like gravitas to yeah. it i feel like no there really is i really think there is because like those i remember being like oh that was a weird line it was like the blue line comment in the car and everything sure. i was like what are we talking about but then like it soon like right at the bottom of this um page i think some of the stuff they say to each other is like so natural and like so cute and feels so much like a real family i was losing my yeah mind. it's nice i thought well, actually, it, it could go either way, but as Bobby's climbing up the rocks to get to beauty, I'm sorry, I'm getting so granular about That's this, okay. but it was really exciting. We just like hear the heavy breathing, and I think part of it was just like Bobby being out of breath from climbing, mm -hmm. but it also could have been the planets watching. I don't know, but either way, I realize it doesn't matter because it's so anxiety producing because your yeah. body is like, oh, I should do that now. We're breathing more. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. Don't hyperventilate. Stop it. Also, Bobby falls on his way down. Yeah, because he's like sprinting down this hill. As you And it's like so steep and so stressful. Oh. And he totally falls. He totally eats shit. It's so scary. And I was like, wow, this is filmed really beautifully. Oh, no. <laughs> and so now at this point, night has fallen. Like it's nighttime and Bobby hasn't come back. And that's so scary oh. to me. But they kind of seem to not can't, like nobody mentions it nobody's like where is bobby when is he coming back yeah i guess they kind of are like well we trust him on his own you know what i mean yeah but i'm like it is dark yeah, out dark he doesn't out. have a flashlight yeah like he just ran out there like time has passed it's nighttime i was so scared no yeah it's i and also because like we know he's in danger like specifically yeah. like we I, he could be dead you don't know he fell on a bunch of rocks that's not good so it's sort of like guys like wake up that might have gone really badly uh, but back um, in that trailer 
grandma is trying to radio for help. Oh, she's so And at cute. this point, I forgot there was a baby. Like, they do this every, yeah. like, 20 minutes or so. There's a shot of the baby, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a baby yeah, every no. time. I had I had a big moment like that where I was like, oh, fuck. Every time they showed the baby, I remembered there was a baby. Ethel very adorably cannot use the radio. She's, like, calling Maypole, Maypole. Instead of Mayday. <laughs> Instead of Mayday. And, like, Lynn, her tech-savvy daughter, is like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she radios for help, but the planets fucking pick it up. They have another radio and it's just heavy breathing on the other line. Oh, it's so stressful. And this is when I started getting nervous about like the, and I want to say this is in very heavy quotes, like native savage vibes. Mm -hmm. And Riley and I talked about this a little bit and I probably made it very difficult to cut around. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't think this was intentional on Wes Craven's part. I think he was like, what would a bunch of people with no resources do? And it was like, live off the land. Right. But like a lot of the imagery is like, for me, very associated. It's like, you know, like they're like, they're making their clothes out of like animal skins and like, with like furs and feathers and like bones and stuff. And I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. this feels a little like inconsiderate. Towing a line. Yeah. And again, I don't think he did that to be hateful at all. I think it was sort of like, these people who like have not because like native americans were socialized because they had a society these right. people are like a family of six like yes yeah they can't be you know very different i don't think it's like i don't think calling it a coincidence is fair because it's like you could notice that and be like yeah. oh hey this might be drawing some parallels i don't want to draw but also like you know yeah like they don't go out of their way to make that a point right but like um, i can certainly see the harm in being like yeah. these are the same like this is the same as a native american community like right it just like is in my notes and i was like i don't remember what was happening but we're gonna start seeing them at, like at more at large and like specifically like mama jupiter is like mm -hmm. got feathers in her hair and shit and it's yeah you know, there's, a, there's like ideal. headdresses and feathers yeah that um harken to certain uh indigenous clothing Oh, there's also, this is stupid, but like, okay, so Lynn hears the heavy breathing because it comes through over the radio signal, like back. And she's like, what the fuck is that? And her mom is like, ever since you moved to New York City, you swear now. And I was like, <laughs> like a funny little sidebar. But like, that's unsettling to hear. Yes. <laughs> and then I have written down, no, where's my Brenda? I don't know why I said it like that. Because Brenda is looking for Bobby in some capacity. I don't know how far she necessarily gets but she finds him, which I was not expecting. Yeah, thank God. Bobby's alive and relatively fine. I mean, he just saw the disemboweled corpse of his dog. So he's like a little, and he's got like a big scrape on the side of his face from yeah. where he fell. But he's like physically okay for the most part. Which I was not expecting. I thought he I was, thought he was a dead. goner. Yeah. yeah, completely. She like takes Beast out too to go with her and like, she hears something i think and she's like trying to use the gun but she can't and then it turns out she's all right and she finds bobby um so they remind us that the men folk are looking for supplies and stuff because they show us grandpa farting around <laughs> in fred's shack i believe yeah he he's back this cool to. moment with like a kettle or something yeah he's like looking for looking for shit in the shack and then he finds fred the old man from the beginning hanging in a yeah. side room and we we breeze by that i'm like yeah, he just, what happened here it's so bonkers he like he's like what are you doing get down from there and then yeah. he's like is that how you like fight off all your intruders and i'm like whoa 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 i'm like something is going on clearly 
because it also seems like um because what's his nut grandpa bob picks up the phone and it like mm -hmm. hums for a second and then immediately cuts out and then like i thought someone took a shot at him i think it is grandpa fred mm -hmm. and then he like scrambles to to hang himself it's really yes. wild and like we know why yes which like kind made of. made me very afraid because i feel like seeing that wouldn't you think like something is coming or like something is yeah. going on here that this man would rather hang himself than like face whatever's about yeah. to happen i'd be like i would get out of there right now absolutely well he says like because grandpa bob is like what the fuck? what ha what happened why'd, why'd you, you do, do that, that? <laughs> and he literally he says why'd you do that and then grandpa fred goes thought you were somebody else takes about a three second pause and then goes how's your family and then it's story time it sure is he goes there's something you should know about and i'm like well you've been trying to tell him in your defense and just launches into this story about his family who we now know are the planet family and by the way this man is acting his ass off it's incredible this scene this is a fucking soliloquy going on here it's so good basically the information that we glean from this is that Fred and his wife had two kids, uh, but quote, something went wrong with the second one. And what went wrong with the second one was that it was so big, he was a 20 pound baby that came out sideways. Uh, shut you up. Can, you can pick one or like, yeah. I, I do not think it has ever occurred that a 20 pound baby has come out of a human being. That is impossible yeah, no there's no way let alone sideways like pick a struggle pick one literally that was so that was like the most upsetting thing to hear no it is it was really horrific and the oh, way he described uh, he goes i he describes it with a little more detail than i would have liked you can imagine that didn't go well no but i, I it seems like he implied the wife survived right which i'm like fucking how yeah. without a pelvis surely he <laughs> literally yeah with like nothing from the waist up my god or the waist down but also so this is what i took from it and i don't know if i'm reaching here but he's like oh well back in 1929 when like my wife and i moved here like this land was really nice mm -hmm. and like their first baby was okay but my thing is i think the second baby because these people are referred to as mutants yeah. in the um in some oh. synopses yeah i think that's like the sequels and stuff oh maybe i mean true, but that would mean that they are right it would mean that they're mutants the whole time right but, but it may have been like a retcon thing but i was thinking just because like i don't know mostly pluto just has some unconventionally shaped features that i think right, might be he's prosthetics by um what's his name michael michael berryman who has yeah, who a very distinct he's he's in a lot of horror stuff oh, because okay. of the way his face looks it's oh, okay. just like that's my best. That's just though. how he looks. <laughs> and yeah, so he, he often gets cast in roles like this. There you go. He has a lot of he has some distinct features. But I was wondering, really just because I thought he was wearing a bald cap, like that Yeah, nope. That's just that's, that's just all him. him. That's yeah, crazy. That's yeah, so and he, so there you go. He um he has um okay, I'm not gonna say this right. He has hypohydrotic ectodermal dysplasia. Point is a lot of these characters have unusual features. Um Mars has pointy teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um and then pluto um what i'm trying to say is i thought these characters were mutants and so in my head the reason that was was because of the nuclear like fallout which makes sense and i'm sure is the explanation in the sequels which i'm I have sure not seen that's very fair but i was wondering if they were trying to make a comment because this is post-world war ii and like 
we're still now seeing the effects of nuclear like fallout in Japan. I don't know. It's like, um, um, what was the ant movie? Them. Oh yeah, them. Exactly. So I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching, but I was very excited about that aspect of it, especially because it's not like this evil baby. It was like this person who like, right. Was born very big and also like is like altered, <laughs> you know? Um, but then after being born big, this <laughs> child also would kill animals yeah. around the house and uh one day his tendencies led him to burning the entire house down while the parents were gone killing his little sister inside so his father beat his face with a tire iron a tire iron <laughs> beat his face with a tire iron and dumped him in the desert to die so like again an understandable reason for this i'm well i mean he's already showing signs of violence before that happens but it's like yeah i would also be really violent i think probably if that happened to me and as we know, he did not die. He lived um, and started his own family in the hills. And that's who these people are. And they have eyes. And they have eyes. <laughs> then Bob says to Fred, oh, so you think his ghost is haunting you? And he's like, no, he's alive and lives <laughs> in the hills with his kids. <laughs> Literally. And this is like another thing where I was like, is this rude or that were they making a point? Because he's like, oh, they kidnapped some sex worker that no one would miss. And I think he's making a point. Basically, having learned all this information, Bob is sort of, I guess, maybe going to go on his way and look out for his family. But he, like, sees the loot bag that um, Fred has and starts to get suspicious. And it's like, oh, no. But before anything can happen, presumably the big baby yeah. leaps in through the window. I mean, the big baby who's an adult now. <laughs> right. Leaps in through the window and absolutely bodies Fred. What was so confusing for me is that like you can't have two similar looking old white dudes in a scene together. They're both wearing red. They both have yeah. white beards and white hair. And I'm like, I don't fucking know who is who. No, not at all. I was so confused. But it is, in fact, Fred who gets dragged out the window and beaten, presumably dead. With a tire iron, I think. Yep. It was like cycles of abuse. Woo. Indeed. Not woo, but like, oh, I noticed. <laughs> Okay, so we get that all, which is upsetting and startling to see mm -hmm. and interesting to know. <laughs> and then we're back at the trailer and Bobby is back. Um, and he specifically doesn't mention anything about beauty. Yeah. Um, understandably, he's still very tra like traumatized and upset by it. Um, but then interestingly, like he is now kind of like not addressing the things that are upsetting him for understandable reasons. But then the um the women lynn and ethel are like yeah we tried the radio and it didn't work and bobby's like oh did you hear anything and the mom is like oh we didn't hear anything like we heard nothing and then lynn is like well no we heard something that sounded like an obscene caller mm -hmm. black christmas everybody <laughs> i didn't have to make the joke except that i did um but ethel was like oh no like no 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 i, I think it was nothing she's like Which, it was static right <laughs> But it's like this very like religious, like discomfort with sex thing. And I think that's like they were trying to allude to that mm -hmm. with like the little Freud joke. But I was like, that was actually just weird. <laughs> yeah. But Bobby is like, oh, shit, the heavy breathing. Yikes. Right. So Grandpa Bob is now running back to the trailer and he hears a voice. It's unclear if it's like in his head or something he's yeah. actually hearing. But it's this voice saying like, talking a lot but saying basically daddy help me they're gonna get me and variations of that over and over again um we see bob starting to like stumble a bit 
and he says out loud, chest hurts, and then he collapses on the ground. Oh, I thought the voice was saying that. I was like, maybe, maybe it's the voice. Someone says it. Yeah, like a a cardiac event is happening. Right. (laughs) And we are made aware of that by somebody who is talking out loud. And then one of the voiceover men, I presume Jupiter, Mm. uh, takes Bob's gun from him and radios to Pluto and basically just says like, we're ready, which is so frightening because ready for what? Exactly. This is when the family has the cutest moment ever Um, because we're back at the trailer and Doug remains like far too chill, but that's because he doesn't know any of the shit that's just happened. And I entirely forgot about him until right now. Right. He like stumbles back in with a bunch of rope and stuff. And he's like, like I found Doug's this back. Yeah. And like Brenda runs out and is all excited. And he's like, hi, gorgeous. And like in a way that doesn't feel yucky. I yeah. was like, oh, that's your but little sister-in-law. He brought back just like a bunch of junk. I'm like, yeah, what are we like supposed to rope. do with this? He's like, there's this really sick dump. And I found all this stuff. And it's all rope, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Also, um, Ethel goes, I knew you'd come back when you smelled food. And I thought that was <laughs> cute as well. But yeah, he's like, oh, my God, like, all like, there's all this stuff in this dump, but the road just ends there. Mm-hmm. But like, why are these people throwing all this shit out? And it's like, they're just keeping it there. Surprise. Yeah. Like, that's the store. You know what I they're mean? They're not throwing it out. That's just where it is. That is exactly. Oh, also, Beast is is gone. He's run off the chain mm-hmm. leash. And we like see him out in the... Um, in in the rocks and the hills like looking for beauty we can assume yeah. i think oh and we like see like ruby eating the dog yeah they're they're chowing away that family yeah but importantly we see that ruby is chained up for having tried to escape with grandpa yep holy fuck oh and yeah basically mama jupiter is like there's another dog and she goes a great big stud and i'm like why'd you say it like that <laughs> Oh, yeah. And so then we cut to Papa Jupiter, who was also doing something bad, which is, to my understanding, just crucifying Bob. Like, nails in the hands, biblical crucifixion. Yeah. So frightening to see. It's so upsetting. (laughs) My notes say, ooh, I'd be scared. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell yeah, dude. I'd be pretty scared if I was getting nailed to a cross. (laughs) It's so... uh... It literally, and it's like it's like a it's like a tree with two perfect like limbs, you know. Yeah, just nailing him to it. But before that goes any further, uh, we're back at the trailer where Bobby is trying to warn Doug and D. Wallace's character Lynn about like what happened to the dog and how there's like people in the hills who want to hurt them. But Doug and Lynn are too busy like trying to get to the station wagon so they can go fuck basically, and he cannot get a word in. He can't, and also like it seems like he he doesn't like because he doesn't tell Brenda about beauty dying. Like it seems like he doesn't want to like tell the girls, which is like very sweet because he doesn't want to upset them, but it's like important information. And it seems like he kind of wants to try to get Doug alone. But every time he's about to say it, like Lynn walks in and is like, okay, like it's so, oh, it's so frustrating to watch because he's so upset. Not to comment on anyone's parenting, but who is watching your baby while you go have sex in the station wagon? You're so right. (laughs) Because like, they don't make sure anyone's watching the baby. The baby's just in the cradle. They just plop the baby down. They're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> that'll do. You can't just be like, hey, Ethel, can you keep an eye on the baby? It's not like a cat. You can't just like leave it yeah, somewhere. Exactly. But once again, Bobby hears a dog crying. It's it's Beast. He hears Beast crying. So he runs into the night. Like, he's got to stop doing this. He's got to he really stop does. doing this. Like, I would do the same thing, but don't. Actually, at this point, I would probably. 
I would assume the dog was getting murdered. Yeah, but he runs out and this time he only goes so far. We see someone watching him and I don't know what makes him decide to do this, but he heads back to the trailer. He's like, you know what? Oh, you're right. Not this time. Uh, but the trailer door is locked. His sister and Doug are having sex in the car. What, what are we to do? Truly, he just sits down for a minute. He's like, I'm not getting involved in all that. Yep. And eventually he's just like stressed enough to be like, I, I'm going to fucking say something. But before he does that, we see mm-hmm. somebody. I thought it was Jupiter. I don't know who the fuck it was. It's like Mars or Mercury. It's I think one of those right. guys. Maybe Pluto. He, someone's like siphoning off the gas from their tank. Oh, yeah. This is why I think Bobby went back. And I wasn't sure if I was right about this. When he goes out, it seems like the planets are all perched around making animal noises to confuse him. Because oh, they're like mooing and buying and shit. Because later he says to Doug, they're, they, they, they can do beast exactly. Oh, it's like they can make the, don't, the noises. Fucking Fred said, like, all that's out there is animals. That's and that's the comparison. And that's like another reason why the native thing feels really, really uncomfortable. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Bobby can't go to Lynn and Doug for help because they're fucking. And then like, he does from, it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he does. And at some point, I don't remember when they cut to inside the RV and Pluto's in the fucking RV. Yeah, the planet family, they're in the RV. There's, they're in there's there. dudes in the RV. Mars is like on the roof. Yeah, they're crawling around there. And he like, and I was like, oh God, Brenda's in there. And I and got really everyone, nervous. And you should be. And you're right and to be. Right, yeah. But everyone is just so deeply asleep. Like these guys are like yeah. scavenging the pantry, like eating all their food. <laughs> yeah, and like no loudly. Up. And I had a moment where I was very worried about Brenda and it turned out I was right. But I was like, oh, maybe they're just looting. And like, it seems like that's the main point, except it's, it's just also step not. one. Yeah, that's yeah, step one, Um, which sucks. But Bobby eventually is like, I'm not going to just sit out here. I'm fucking scared. So he goes and he interrupts Lynn and Doug and he like tells them what's wrong. And he tells them about beauty being dead. And I was very and proud of him. This man is crying so hard. It's incredible. Like snot and spit and tears. Yeah, like, that's Beauty's right. dead. And he says it was pretty bad. And that oh. made me so fucking sad. Yeah, I forgot about this. I was like, oh, good performance. But I forgot he goes from shell shocked, which is I don't love that term, but I used it. Oops. But he goes from like, you know, thousand yard stare, like upset to like just losing it, which is so accurate. But also like, how do you do that? Yeah, I know. Like, it's so impressive. No, I mean, that's the kind of thing there's there's a moment um, in an interview where Evan Rachel Wood is like Westworld is like the acting Olympics because they have to do that a lot. But it's because they're robots. Right. (laughs) But like and like that's like I, too, have burst into tears, not expecting myself to do it. But like that's because I was sad. Exactly. Which is a point where I was like, oh, everyone was really invested in this movie and like really like cared about this because that's hard. Like you wouldn't do that for a movie you didn't care about. Right. Exactly. But now everyone is like alerted to the fact that something is going on here and something is indeed going on here because one of the planet men is holding a knife to Brenda's throat while she's asleep. I'm like, bestie, wake up. You literally, I feel like if I'm someone begging. is that close to you, like you would wake up. I don't yeah, know. Maybe not. No. I don't want to think about it. That's scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. Oh, God. Also, I don't know where, but the planets blow up a car. Yeah, something blows up. Someone is screaming. The planet family is everywhere. This one, like, they're, like, crawling down from the roof. And, like, they're all in the trailer with Brenda and Ethel and the baby. Right, because um, Lynn and Doug and Bobby all run off because they hear Big Bob. Yeah, and they find his burning body. Yeah, they just crucify and they had to set the goddamn tree on fire. Holy shit. Yeah. So they're watching his body burn. The rest of them are in the trailer with these guys. Mars, I believe, is just like mm-hmm. eating everything in the most disgusting way he possibly oh, it's can. So yucky. Including their pet bird. 
Yeah, he bites the head off and drinks its blood. Oh my god! You don't need god. to eat the bird. You don't need to eat the bird. I couldn't tell if his hair was a wig or not because it looked a different color than his beard. Do you wear like, wigs? <laughs> Do you wear wigs? Have you worn wigs? At which point, my notes say, "I hope we're not doing a rape." Yeah, um, because my hopes Doug, were like, not uh, <laughs> answered. Yeah. Doug runs back in and like grabs a fire extinguisher and like water and blankets, like things to try to put Bob out. Doug very unhelpfully calls to Brenda. Brenda, look after the baby, and then we see that she cannot answer because. Pluto is 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 holding the knife in her throat and she's awake now. And so that's really horrible because that's probably not going to go in a way that we would want it to go. And we're right. It doesn't. And it's again, it's like so unnecessary because like it, it changes nothing. It's just like something yeah. that happens and then they carry on. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's like they loot the place and they assault her and like. Right. It was like it. like it would have the exact same effect if that hadn't happened. You know what I mean? Right. If no, if it had been cut from the movie, like we would assume that she was afraid because like she had been like, you know, they were, they right. robbed the place and threatened her. But now it's like, it's because I didn't even realize that's what happened until I looked up afterwards. Cause I was like, I want to make sure I'm right that they didn't rape her. And they did like, yeah, that's, that's what happened. I was like, Oh, like it's, you didn't need that at all because exactly. I, I was still just as afraid of what was going of on. Course. I didn't think she was sexually assaulted, you know? Cause it just looks like they're sort of like, like like restraining her or something right. it's very non-graphically shot which i appreciated but yes. also it just didn't need to be there um, um but similarly troubling they discover that there is a baby in the rv and apparently which like i guess makes sense like baby fat is like a delicacy because it's oh, like yeah like babies don't have like muscle like babies haven't yeah they haven't worked <laughs> like <all> that. <laughs> it's probably very like soft and tender i don't know i don't want to get too in the weeds about how baby flesh would taste i'm sorry no 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 but it's it's okay i'm with you on that train right. though because <laughs> again i remember the cannibalism thing gets mentioned in one of the synopsis i synopses i yeah. saw but um oh I'm yeah like, they eat people i do not think we've mentioned that yeah well i don't think we've been uh, introduced to that i've been notion. confronted with that it's just I something guess, that like i knew going in right because the only thing we've seen them do is eat a dog and like right. yeah that's not something that we do um but it's like i understand why they're eating the dog because like yes. i'm sure i'm sure they've eaten like coyotes you know what i yes. mean and people um, eat dogs yeah you know? like it happens Th like them eating people i think probably in like west west craven's mind is like that's a logical step like you wouldn't eat a pet dog and it's like no of course you wouldn't eat a pet you dog. wouldn't download a pizza sorry <laughs> <laughs> literally but like this is not a pet dog to these people do you know what i mean yes i do so, like in my head i'm like yeah i'm really upset that they're eating the dog but i know they don't give a shit but now like hell yeah let's eat this baby and i'm like oh we eat babies we eat babies and, like, what i was so confused about is like they're like, oh, like the tenderloin baby, like the Thanksgiving turkey baby. Like, that's I'm like, tiny. Yeah. And I'm like, are you implying that this is a bounty? And I realize, like, no, it's a delicacy. It's right. Like, but if they had been established cannibals, it would have been like, oh, OK, sure. Like, they're very excited to eat a baby. I'm sure they don't get that opportunity very often. Yeah. But like, because they're just like, oh, shit, we got a baby. I'm like, I think the dog would feed the family more. For you sure. Know? um so it's weird it's weird it is weird they're so hyped to eat this baby and it's like they're cannibals yeah right and like the way they're talking about it it seems like oh thank god we can feed the family now and it's like i don't think that's, that's an itty work. bitty baby it's not one of them 20 pound babies like it's you're not accustomed one of those to big hairy babies. Yeah. um but now it's time to go back to grandpa flambe <laughs> <laughs> that's the episode title. grandpa flambe 
fuck me oh my god um but they get him down and like you know obviously they're all like very horrified and upset at seeing and he's not dead yet he is like still like breathing like making little sounds but hilariously someone says he needs some water it's like i laughed i had to pause the movie i was laughing so hard (laughs) he needs like we're looking at his charred body and yeah he needs some water (laughs) he needs some milk literally that's what i was thinking in my head and this is like this is doug's other thing because like his response to distress is initially to be chill but like there's not a lot of like really concrete distress and now that there is he goes very much into like fix it mode it like like he is so calm it feels like he has done this before you know oh interesting which like i don't think is true but that's just how calm he is like you would think yeah he has regularly handled a burning man not the festival i wonder if he's supposed to be like a doctor or something i have i know nothing about him burning man the festival (laughs) that took me a second um but ethel understandably starts freaking out she's saying like that's not my bob which is so sad she's Um, in hysterics and like not in a demeaning way just like no, she is like, hysterical and she should be like yeah yeah oh rightfully so if there's any time to be hysterical it's exactly it's grandpa flambe <laughs> it's grandpa flambe <laughs> oh god um but so like she's freaking out and he's like I, I need to go get water i need to go get water and then he's like lynn take your mom to go get water and it's like right. that's a good idea good job but they go off and then bobby's like so i'm gonna go kill these people who just killed my fucking dad and then yeah. doug is like uh maybe we shouldn't and then he goes you're not my dad and storms <laughs> off so he's gone everyone's gone doug's got grandpa and he like very helpfully as bob dies goes it's over bob and i was like why'd you say Don't it, rub like it in. that yeah. yeah but he like covers his body and everything like it's supposed to be like oh we understand that bob has died but i was like why do you say it like that like is he in on it he's not. okay so oh my god so lynn and ethel get back to the trailer where mayhem has ensued oh my god the baby is on the floor grandma gets shot yeah like like fatally so not immediately but she is fatally wounded yeah no it's crazy um well, someone stabs mars in the leg i think it's lynn it's lynn i was very excited about this because brenda like it, she like crawls out of the bedroom and like gets the knife to mm-hmm. lynn and i was like sister stabs him in the leg but then she gets shot yeah, she he, dies instantly he kills lynn i think he shoots her like in the head yeah it's or like the heart or something it's, it's crazy over um, um oh and then brenda like crawls out of the trailer i think uh and then mars or mercury i don't know which one like goes to shoot her in the mouth and like yes! pulls the trigger but the gun's out of bullets you're so right it's so fucking scary uh so lynn is dead ethel's not dead yet Doug comes back, realizes the baby is gone. So this was so fucking scary. He stumbles out of the trailer. Also, he's like, Bobby, like they're in there, not warning him his dead sister is in the trailer. Yeah, because he's like not even processing. Tactless, but it's fair. But he's like running and like screaming. And there's like so much desperation in his voice. He's just saying, like, give me my baby back. Like he is so, it's like really chilling to watch. Yeah, he's like, why are you doing this? What do you want? he's like my Catherine give me back my because like we I think this is the moment we learn the baby's name is Katie but he's like Katie Katie and then he's like give me my Catherine and that made me really sad and like his voice is just like cracking on all like it's such a good performance it's really good me just being like whenever a man cries that's good acting but I sometimes it is (laughs) sometimes it's good um 
Yeah, oh god, that scene is so fucking awful. Well, also, like, oh god, and he finds Lynn dead, and that's his fucking wife, and he's like, yeah. don't go away, baby. And I was I, like, oh, I'll go cry forever now. I kind of breezed past a lot of that. I'm sorry, a lot happened. No, it's okay. I just, I, as we know, I wrote down every fucking second of footage that happened. <laughs> no, but that's like a big scene, and I just kind of yada yada <laughs> it. Well, no, because you were getting to the other big scene. That's really <laughs> intense. Um, it's also really sad because he like sees Lynn and he's like, oh God, Lynn's dead. And then he sees Ethel and he's like, oh God, Ethel's like been shot. And then he's like, oh Jesus, the baby. And like, she's not there. Oh my God, it's horrible. It's and like Brenda's losing her shit and he's trying to comfort Brenda. And then Bobby's trying to comfort Brenda. And like, she's inconsolable as she has every fucking right to be. Yep. It's just a lot. Beast is like running around in the mountains again. Yep. And I was like, maybe Beast will save the baby. Um, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. But the Planet Brothers are all, like, talking on the walkies. I think Mars and Pluto are together, I believe. Yes, Mercury's alone. And Mercury's on watch. And, like, this is not super important, but it it's seems very like, brief. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't really know why they made this choice, but it, it, they seem to imply that Mercury is developmentally disabled. I don't know if I'm just prejudiced. I have weird. no idea. I don't know. But he, and he doesn't do much. He basically is there and is on watch, and then... um. Does Beast push him off? Yes, Beast pushes Mercury off the cliff and he dies. It's like, boom, done. Never <laughs> mentioned again. Never discussed. It's crazy. We cut to the planet family. They're just like chowing down on that baby. Like, they... No notice. No care. I think um, Pluto also says, like, I stole yeah, I should, bullets. Sorry. I just want to be clear. We don't see them eating the baby. They're like, just they talking bring, about it a lot. They bring the baby back and they're very excited about eating the baby. They don't <laughs> eat the baby. I want to be clear. No, I mean, my note says they're going to eat the fucking baby, I guess. Yes, they're just very excited about eating the baby. <laughs> oh, but w in the background, Beast, like, picks up... Oh, Beast, no, Beast pushes Mercury and then takes his walkie-talkie and goes back to the family. <laughs> Genius dog. Yeah, and then the planet family is, like, infighting, and Papa Jupiter is threatening Ruby. I don't really remember why. I think he's just like, fuck you, you tried to run away. Yeah. Papa Jupiter is like, so did you kill everybody like I told you? And then Mars is like almost right um so he gets sent back down to finish the job and then we cut back to brenda who is um traumatized still and the men are like kind of trying to figure out what's wrong and it's like take a fucking guess guys and like it's not funny at all but the way he says it is funny bobby's just like what are we gonna do they killed lynn and dad and they have the baby like the way he's no it, it's he just really it funny off, yeah. he's very blase about it it's just it's a fucking mess in this trailer it's yeah it's whack as hell it's really quite sad actually which is when i notice like how much of a step up this is from last house on the left because yeah. like you really care about these people yes. and it's really sad like watching them right see their dead family like that is upsetting for you to see because you care about these people right exactly they're not just like stick figures laughing yeah. at ice cream they're not just like boob girl <laughs> poop lady <laughs> poop lady uh, um god and then like doug is sitting with um ethel and he's like he calls her mom which yeah. i always love when people do that with their in-laws i think that's very cute um <laughs> but she's not doing well like she doesn't remember that bob no. died she has not processed that lynn has died um and he's just like oh yeah like lynn's asleep like he's you know he's telling her what she needs to hear which is smart because she is so so close to the edge yeah what's it gonna do to tell her her granddaughter is yeah. gone. Her daughter oh. is dead. Right. They hear the uh, planet family outside, like on a walkie-talkie. But we can assume that, like, it's because Mars is there back to kill Brenda. Mm -hmm. So Bobby shoots, like, he fires through the door and he's like, maybe I got him. 
and they go outside and they just see the walkie-talkie and you're like oh no but fucking psych beast is back and he dropped (laughs) the walkie-talkie and he did not get shot by accident he is okay also um while they're inside abruptly all the lights go out because the battery has died you're so right so they can't even like fucking drive anywhere should they get all their remaining people together right the family now that like we're not the planet family but like the trailer family the carters i think is their name carter yeah um they now have a little bit of intel on what's going on they're like hearing i think this is how they confirm for sure the family the planet family has the baby i don't know um so unless i am wrong the planets are eating grandpa yeah oh yes because they're like taunting his like disembodied head I yeah think. yeah they're like berating his like remains and everyone's like clapping and I, and they're chowing down on something which i am led to believe is bob's body that's an excellent point that i did not figure out <laughs> i just assumed that they were eating him no i they've got to be they're cannibals they're the eating something i think they're done with the dog you know no, you, they must be you're so right not eating the baby though no baby's I okay i still. said they were eating the baby earlier but that was a lie <laughs> don't know why i said that. no they were painting a word picture for us about how yeah. they were gonna eat the baby is what was fucking happening um but now it is daytime and we just see people like running down the hillside which is so i'm like here they come and it's like there's like funky music with a really good yes. bass line but then it cuts out and, right like, and like i know it's the reason it cuts out is because like doug and beast are like watching yes. mars and pluto or two of the other planets running around venus and neptune this is the point where once again the remaining carters like try to get an emergency call out and someone picks up and like oh thank god they think it's like a police officer of some kind yeah and they're like okay like what is your like what's your situation like what do you have to protect yourself like we've got one gun we've only got two bullets and then there's just like giggling on the other end Uh, of the line it's like you just fucking told them you and they're like we're stuck we're like sitting ducks like please we need help and the plans are like excellent news yeah and they're like oh like fucking gotcha by the way yeah they like let so them painful. know they've been had it's so awful so now they're like okay we got to get the fuck out of here oh also mom has died ethel has died yeah she's it gone so doug just kind of releases beast on the planets who are coming down from the hilltop beast just runs at them bobby's setting a tire on fire beast chomps on pluto's like ankle is like dragging him around yes like by his ankle it looks so painful so wild because bobby is like okay well i'm gonna set an sos fire and brenda has like kind of come back to herself now and is like no 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 we have to save ourselves like nobody's coming i have a fucking plan they're scheming they're scheming um and then that is sort of established as like starting to happen and then we jump back up to the the hills with beast and pluto and jupiter like intervenes and he shoots at beast but he doesn't shoot beast and beast runs away just scares him off but pluto's ankle is fucked Mm -mm -mm. dude so gross it is nasty if i may it's really bad Um, and so jupiter like sees this like sees his child's like exposed foot bone and radios to mars and he's like kill that fucking baby he's like like that was the last straw like you you hurt my baby i'm hurting your i'm killing your baby you know which like not to be like like i like i realized there has to be a bad guy here but i was sort of like yeah don't hurt his baby and i was like well (laughs) well no that's the fucking thing of it and that's like what reminded me most of Texas Chainsaw Massacre about this movie right. is like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the main characters, the teenagers who get Texas Chainsaw Massacred, they 
are like home invaders. They just walked in. And right. I'm not saying that like Leatherface was right to chainsaw <laughs> murder all of them. But these kids just like wandered into his, like broke into his house and were fucking with his shit. It's like if like just don't go places you shouldn't go you know no right exactly and it's not like if you do you deserve to die like that's not exactly true. and like also like a I, similar thing of like they invaded this family's space and like not yeah. saying they deserve this because they don't no but it's an interesting it's much more interesting than like these hill people just showed up out of nowhere and started killing us for no right. reason you know exactly it's like it's no like you hurt his baby right and like i fuck pluto pluto's a rapist of but like, course of course well i think actually i think it was mars is it mars okay not to split hairs but no i the point is like they're not our good guys but like i'm sorry it just hits me in my emotion bone when parents are like you hurt my child i will kill you i just it, like that sorry i wish i didn't it makes it more complex and interesting it's emotional one of the many reasons why texas chainsaw massacre is the best movie ever made hell yeah man thank you but okay <laughs> so no no you're good so jupe gives the order to mars or somebody to kill the baby and then ruby is i guess looking after the baby because she's a girl <laughs> right uh, also because she's like the nice one well, um, yeah and she is the only one who cares about the baby and doesn't want to kill right, the baby because exactly. she's the girl right exactly because because mama jupe doesn't get to be a girl because she's fat i'll say I, it uh, yes yes because she's <laughs> fat and a sex worker yeah and like mean you know she's like so she can't be sad about eating get a baby. To, yeah she doesn't get to have feelings and like yeah i understand like she has been like not she has been like desocialized and which yeah frankly, brainwashed they have, no, and whatever. they have no reason to be sad about eating people so it's ridiculous right. that they give ruby this characteristic yeah just like she's a girl you know yeah, like why does she care why isn't like, why would she, she be just, any like, different she's like, had the exact right. same lived experiences yes. as like pluto and mars and mercury just like a couple years less <laughs> yeah what are you saying like like the maternal instinct is so strong her womb right. is telling her not to eat the baby <laughs> Baby, like grow up literally the baby no like no one has a shred of humanity except this girl who's like 16 it's 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 stupid it's it's sus, i think yeah come on but conveniently for us um <laughs> ruby brings out the baby all swaddled up and she's like please do not kill the baby until i am gone i do not want to mm -hmm. see it i'm not going to stop you like just don't make me fucking look at it yep and so mars starts to unwrap the baby and i'm like that's taking a while and inside yeah. of the swaddle is a little piglet that we saw earlier and that's genius but also like how did she subdue the pig so much that yeah it that it like, wasn't squirming around <laughs> yeah and, like making noise it's a really good reveal though so i don't care i know it was so exciting it's also such a cute pig the pig seems to be okay i mean really I cute know. pig i don't know how for oh my god the cutest little pig in the world um, but ruby runs off and runs into doug and he's like ready he's like i'm gonna fucking kill you like give me my baby back and she's like yes absolutely yeah, she's <laughs> like no here <laughs> hands him his baby or no i think she still has the baby because she gets they, the baby again at some point they do a handoff with they the baby. pass the baby back and forth once in a blue potato moon. yeah exactly it's like who's less likely to fall down and die right now you take the baby and get out <laughs> yeah it's really funny. he's like give me my baby and she's like okay and he's like oh sick <laughs> great there's a very brief cut back to the trailer as we see Bobby and Brenda orchestrating their plan some more. And when you don't know their plan, it is very troubling to see them just hauling their mom's dead body into a chair and just like sobbing and saying, it's the only way to be sure. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. It's not as bad as you might imagine. I will just yeah. say right up front. It's not great, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, oh, also interestingly, this comes up at some point but it's it's notable that Mars has like a really bad injury in his leg. I don't remember. I think he might have gotten it from oh, Beast. He got stabbed by Oh, you're D. so Wallace. right. You're so right. D Wallace stabs him in the leg. 
Um, so he's having trouble like catching up to Ruby and Doug, which is convenient. He's yeah. not that far behind, but like, well, it's funny because he's really far behind for a minute, and then they pause for about thirty seconds to trade the baby, and then he's right behind them. Yeah, but I digress. At some point or another, Beast is back to murder Pluto. He goes he right sure for is. his neck. He's growling, going in for the kill, as we knew uh, he would. Right in the jugular, baby. It's also really funny because Pluto is like talking shit to the dog. He's like, yeah. fuck you, you're a dog, and I'm going to kill you, and I killed your like owner and whatever. But like, the dog is not really emoting to that because it's no, a dog, and he doesn't know what dog. the fuck is going on. <laughs> but it's really, because like, but and Pluto can't walk because his ankle's all fucked up. So he's like mm -hmm. army crawling after the dog, like yelling at it. There was just something so visceral about watching Pluto like crawl around and like you can just see like sand and shit like getting into oh, his exposed yeah. like ankle bone. I was like, that's gotta hurt really oh, bad. Oh, it's horrific. It's absolutely horrific. It reminds me of um the French movie Revenge. There's a lot of like barefoot trauma and then like oh. running around on like rocks and sand and dirt. Ugh. And I'm like, Bleh! That's awful. I literally like, I don't know. I like, I have city feet. I can't walk on rocks. I get I like, it hurts soft, too bad. I have a little soft feet. So beast kills Pluto and then Jupiter, Papa Jupiter happens upon dead mom. And he gets lured in. He's like a cartoon character smelling a pie. And they like have rigged up this really interesting jigsaw trap. It's not very jigsaw. -y, it's like it's mouse trap. It's like, yeah, I just watched a really cool Rube Goldberg machine on TikTok. It took the guy four months. Anyway, they like start the car and they use the wheel to like trigger like a, like a, not, not, I called it a bear trap, but it's like they catch his legs in like a lasso. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. They rope him by the ankles. Yes. There you go. Um, and they're like dragging him through the dirt to the car. And like, again, dust and dirt's getting everywhere. But um, the car craps out. Because it's out of gas. Yes. Because Pluto siphoned off the gas from the car. Oh, shit. Yes, you're so right. So, like, presumably he might have died if he'd been dragged a further distance. But, like, they because, can't complete like, it. the wheel's not running, the trap gets loosened, and he's not dead. And now he's pissed. <laughs> he's Right, and now he's angry. But they have a backup booby trap. They got so many. Yeah, they run into the trailer, and Jupiter follows them. And then Bobby and Brenda slip out the back window. We've seen they've set up like this elaborate system of matches and like strike pads and gasoline yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere. Like, so that, like, and like the gas is open, and he says, like, hold your nose when they go inside. Mm -hmm. um, and so we can see that, like, when the door opens, It'll explode. It'll explode. Yeah. But we also see Jupiter like pausing at the door. Yeah. And like sniffing because he can smell the buckets of gasoline, you know? Literally. Jupe sets off the trap by opening the door and like the trailer blows up all to shit. And Bobby and Brenda are celebrating. But Bobby goes back because he wants to be sure, right. which is a very good instinct because mm -hmm. Jupiter is incredibly alive That's because right. he caught their trap before falling for it. You're so right. Um, and Brenda is like, don't go back there. Like, it, I'm sure it's fine. Also kind of knowing if he is there, like he's going to fucking attack you. Right. And I was like, oh no, like Brenda's really upset. And like, understandably so. She's been through a lot. When Jupe attacks Bobby, Brenda starts to scream again. And like, as she should, but also like immediately finds an ax and fucking goes to town on Jupiter. I was so thrilled. Yeah. And then Bobby shoots him twice, which we know is all they've got. Right. But that, that seems to do the trick. <laughs> yeah, that seems to put him down because he shoots him like in the face, basically. Yeah. Up in the mountains now or the rocks or whatever, Doug gives the baby back to Ruby and he's like, mm -hmm. go hide. I'm going to try to kill yeah. your fucking brother. <laughs> She's hiding in like a cave crevice. And like Doug is like throwing rocks at Mars, which is kind of working a little bit. <laughs> 
Yeah, but then Doug finds himself in like a snake pit, essentially. Oh yeah. Like there was nowhere he can go, so Mars is able to corner him. And then this is when Ruby pops out again and she's like, no, please take me instead. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Absolutely, why are you willing to sacrifice yourself for this stranger? Yeah, like she just has like woman in a movie syndrome Literally, of it's like, like I would do girl. anything for anyone. <laughs> It doesn't make any, and I guess, like, at the beginning, she demonstrated that she, like, has a desire for a more, right. like, sophisticated or worldly life. But, right. like, it but doesn't like, make sense. How? She like, lives in the mountains as much as they do, you know? Right. Like, if it was, like, a Pearl situation, of like, she goes out and she goes to the right. movies, we would see where that, like, comes from, but we have no idea. It's like, just I that she's know, a she girl. Had, like, a little boyfriend in town, I would be like, all right, fine. But right. There's none of that. Like, take me instead. You don't know this man's name. You just know he has a baby. Yeah, and she's willing to die for them. It's like, okay. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, that is frustrating as hell, but there is a really cool moment that makes up for it a little bit for me, which is that, first of all, Mars is like, ha, you fucking idiot. You're like in where the rattlesnakes breed to mm -hmm. Doug, which is like cool that it's like, yeah, he would know that, you know? Or it's like these like city folk don't know anything about the wilderness, which is like, that's cool. <laughs> what's not cool is that mars is trying to fucking kill him and he's doing really good so far he's like about to drive the knife in and like we don't know where the baby is but like they'll be able to find the baby eventually it's in they some just crevice. throw that baby on the ground whenever they want <laughs> literally <laughs> but ruby like runs off because mars decides he doesn't want to fucking kill her and she finds a rattlesnake and like with a stick traps its head yeah. and picks it up and she kills mars with the fucking rattlesnake venom it's so goddamn cool she's got it like a little yep. like a like a lasso well not really but like she just is brandishing a snake it's so cool it's awesome she makes the snake bite mars and then doug stabs mars about 1500 times yeah like a million and then the movie's over oh yeah <laughs> I, I that was as abrupt and startling for me just now as Literally. it was when it really happened my notes doug stabs mars about 1500 times oh the end yeah and then like the screen goes red and i was like oh yes. violence has taken over and i was like this is a really weird time to suddenly make that point and then i was like oh the movie's over that point it's is being done. made because the fucking movie's over because the credits are rolling um final <laughs> thoughts on the hills have eyes so much better than the last house so much like, better. This was like again still has unnecessary rape yeah. still like not amazing but progress was made yes and like not that we should excuse anything that happened in the past because it was the past but it was like these are conversations that i don't think were being had yes i don't think we were having like a lot of conversations about respecting indigenous people or like how no. rape should be portrayed on film it was just like what would be scary to see right exactly and like that's what was going on in the 70s mm -hmm. that's why there was so much goo in italian cinema <laughs> so much goo in italian cinema and i'm sure some in american cinema as well Oh, interestingly, this is not super important, but like as Mars is getting stabbed a lot, Ruby's kind of upset, which I was like, oh, that's cool that we're presented with that dynamic of like these people that you grew up with that you are like not the same as and want to hey, leave. That's but her you brother. Also them to yeah, it's her fucking brother. You're exactly right. Thank you for saying <laughs> it. No, 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 no. You're intelligibly. So right. It's not your fault. You had a really good point to make while I was rambling like a <laughs> maniac. But like, I don't know. We don't have a lot of time to unpack that because the movie. No, God, done. no. It's over. It's over. Um, oh, Beauty and the Beast's names were Flora and Stryker, which Aww. I thought was cute. But yeah, no, it's a good movie. It is a flawed yeah. movie, but like, yeah, no shit. It's from 1977. A lot of our movies are flawed.
It's not a bad way to spend 90 minutes. No, not at all. It's a really cool way to spend I 90 enjoyed minutes, it. I think. Well, Tara, what do you think the Bravo TV network chose as the 41st scariest movie moment of all time? I'm so conflicted about this. I feel like it would be the scene in which I think Brenda is being assaulted while Mars kills the bird. You're I if I'm wrong, right. Tara. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> is it the tree crucifixion? No, it's not that either. What is it? It's like, this feels like kind of a cop out because it's like a whole scene, but it's the trailer attack sequence of like the murder of Dee Wallace oh, okay. and the shooting of grandma and the kidnapping of the baby, like that whole, okay. which I guess could include the rape and the bird eating. I, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember how like, I think it's rape it's and bird eating first and yeah. then, but I mean, it's all the trailer attack is. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's in the neighborhood of my thing. What is yours? mine is the bird I, oh yeah that really fucked me up <laughs> that's i don't know and like not to say that the rape and murder and bird eating is not scary oh no, no but i think for like the moment i felt the most like fear and dread was like when they're all just like sitting outside the trailer like eating their fucking dinner around right. their campfire and bobby hasn't come back yet and i'm like it's no, the middle sure. of the night in the middle of the desert you have nothing this is so scary I think for me, because he doesn't just kill the bird, he bites its head off. And that yeah. was why I was really scared. And then, he really like, in drinks the, background, the bird. He really, he drinks the bird. But I, yeah, I don't know the bird thing. I don't know. I was just like, you know, they're like, you can't bite your finger off. And it's like, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to. But they're like, yeah. but if you, but if you weren't you like a person, it would be as easy as biting off a carrot. And I'm like, no, I don't want wouldn't. to. A, and like, that's not fucking true. Like, I'm sure we have powerful jaws, but carrot and bone are not the same <laughs> Sorry, it's Shadow and Bone is my favorite book, and I'm like Carrot and Bone, the rabbit version. But like Carrot and Bone are not the same. They bone is same. harder. I'm sorry. Bone is harder. Bone is harder than Carrot. You heard it here <laughs> first. Well, this segment of the special heavily features Wes Craven himself, yeah, which baby. is delightful. And he starts it by saying, "Well, I was doing general research on murder, which is just a <laughs> hilarious thing to say." Wes. Um, and he said he was inspired by, and he says the name of this family, and I forget their name already, but a real 16th century feral family that oh, wow. like murdered and ate people. And he read about Fuck. it, and he was like, that sounds scary. And so he made a movie He's about right. it. He's so right about that. Um, Dee so Wallace weird. is there too. Yeah. And this, I was a little suspicious that they cut something from her Cujo interview and put it in here <laughs> because she's talking about how like, you'll do whatever you have to do for your kids, which like is true for this movie. But I'm like, why would she be saying that? Yeah, Lynn doesn't do anything for her kids. I <laughs> yeah, mean, like, she that's totally doesn't... from Cujo. Yeah. And they put it in this segment is that's what I think really happened. Yeah, I mean, like, she tries to kill Mars, but Mars is also trying to kill her first. Yeah, I'm like, which, like, that is a theme of this movie, as we discussed. But of like, course. I don't think she would say that. <laughs> yeah, like, that, it's not relevant to her character's journey very much. It was just funny to me. <laughs> no, that is funny. Because that's so what she's up to in Cujo. Right. Yeah, it seems much more apt for Cujo. Um, but there is some more Wes Craven, and I really liked he talks about specifically casting Michael Berryman, who plays Pluto, as like the crowning achievement of this movie. He's Fuck like, yeah. that was like the most perfect thing I could have done. So he talks about like a like because he looks like that and that lends himself yeah. to like a horror movie character. And he's like, but also he's just a really good actor. And, yeah, like, no, literally that character with a lot of like not sympathy, but a lot of like humanity. Yeah, like personhood. Fully. In a very inhuman role. Yes. No, literally. I'm like, you're so right, Wes Craven. 
like Pluto doesn't look like every person. No one looks right. like every person. So true. But um, you know, like he he looks a little unusual. But like, I feel like that sounds mean. But it's just out of convention. He does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. It's literally true. It's not doesn't have to be mean. Um, but like he's just like he's also just like a fucking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Out of everyone in that family, he is he's the most, the most guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Wes also talks about the, cause he's talking about the scene specifically in which the trailer murders happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like the terror of killing off your main characters, like relatively yeah. early on in the movie yeah. and how like, then, you know, like you're in the hands of a director who like could do anything and how scary that is, which yeah. is like always makes you think of the first time I saw hereditary, like in theaters and how yeah. I felt 30 minutes in when Charlie's head gets knocked off. I was like so scared because anything could happen right. now and i just think that's great well and it's like drew and scream too yes 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 it's like, like drew oh, and scream. i don't know what the fuck is happening i guess he's a madman i love him he's great also i realized like i don't think i don't know if scream is on this list and that makes me mad because it came out in know. time it probably is watch me be wrong but if it's not i'm gonna be pissed because i want to watch scream i don't I like know. it <laughs> watch it be the next movie i feel like every time i mention anything <laughs> something related to it is the next movie i don't know i do know <laughs> hey riley hi tara what movie are we watching next week next week we're watching a film from the year 1960 called black sunday directed oh. by mario bava yo who you may remember from our episode on blood and black lace poor guy which we were horribly confused by (laughs) there were too many white people in that movie (laughs) i feel like we may have an upper hand on this one because i have watched this movie before okay but i don't remember it (laughs) that's so fair well you said 1960 and i thought it was going to be peeping tom so i got very excited Uh, but i don't really remember that movie either so just as i was reading the description i was like i have seen this (laughs) but i don't remember it at all uh but allow me to share the summary with you here we go while being burnt at the stake oh my god vows to enact revenge on her descendants hundreds of years later she returns to life and immediately raises her henchmen from the dead ready to keep her promise that's so fucking cool i'm sorry i was yawning (laughs) like i know i've seen this like i can conjure up brief visuals of it but that's all i can this just sounds like hocus pocus probably is you know (laughs) um also i don't mean to be a bitch but why would you curse your own descendants why not curse the descendants of the people that were burning listen (laughs) i guess we'll find out (laughs) maybe they were maybe her descendants were burning her maybe Maybe her daughter was like you're a witch mom that would make more sense that would suck don't do that (laughs) well that's what we got the stake please (laughs) psa to everyone mom flambe (laughs) mom play anyway anyway (laughs) any blay um oh she's so sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh i forgot at the time of this recording i forgot to tweet the meep meep screenshot but i'm gonna do it after we hang up because i said i would in the it's alive episode and then i forgot to um it's from roadrunner it's from (laughs) tell dad meep meep it's from roadrunner uh anyway so if you want to see the meep meep screenshot and perhaps a succession reference from most likely some twitter accounts you can see the meep meep screenshot certainly i promise by now it will be up there Um, go check 
Yeah, go look. Go see if I'm wrong, because I probably am. No, I'm going to do it after we hang up. Okay, um, if you want to see the Meep Meep screenshot from our It's Alive episode, which was not two episodes ago, Woo. you can go check us out uh, at Fright Your Life on Instagram and Twitter. And then if you want to see some succession jokes, you can go check Riley and I out on our individual <laughs> Twitters, because there's going to be a succession joke between now and the next two weeks. There right? always like, is. There has to be. There always is. I love succession. Me too. Anyway, if you want to see those succession jokes... You can check Riley and out, Riley and out. That's how they end the the show when I'm it's not like wild and out, but <laughs> Riley and out. <laughs> Our individual Twitters are at Riley Cassidy one and at Tara Elwood. Check out Black Sunday if you want to. I think it sounds really cool. I just saw an exhibit about the Salem witch trials, so I'm very oh. excited for which movie. So perhaps check that out and join us next week as we try to give you the, the fright, fright of, of your life. life. Ooh.